Welcome to On Top of PR, where we share how to use the power of PR to build a strong brand and great reputation for your company. Here's your host, Jason Mudd. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Jason Mudd with Axia Public Relations, and I have my friend and colleague with me today, Suzanne Lynn. And Suzanne and I are having a conversation about public relations. And welcome to the show, Suzanne. Thank you, Jason. I'm so glad to be part of it. Um, when you said that we could kind of set the foundation of what Axie is about, I was all over it because you have some big players that you've worked with. And to be able to share that that messaging with other PR experts and, you know, thinking about American Airlines, right? Budweiser. I think you've got Dave and Buster's on your list and um, H&R. I mean, we could go through uh, Pizza Hut, Verizon. Like, this, this is an impressive resume and they each have their own story about how you did messaging and help them with PR stuff. Well, thanks, Suzanne. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think um, I've had the great opportunity to work with a lot of strong brands and brands that are household names, but I've also had the privilege of working with companies that, you know, most people don't know uh, because they're big players in their niche space or mm. they're heavily uh, involved in you know, industries that you and I don't spend a lot of time in. And I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's always interesting to work with great companies and great clients. And I really feel blessed at uh, our agency that we have the opportunity to work with so many great companies. So are you working with only companies that are very well established and have already made uh, their way and their brand known pretty well in uh, the United States? Uh, no, actually, uh, they could be uh, a rising uh, company or, a, or a, a growing company who will soon be going national. But really, for us, our niche is helping clients who have who are doing business in multiple geographic markets, um, whether that be that they're doing business across the Midwest or on each coast. Uh, but just really looking for companies who are doing business in multiple geographic markets. Some of our clients are all over in one large state like, uh, you know, Florida or Texas or California or, you know, the lower Midwest, uh, for example, and other ones are doing business coast to coast. And even some of our clients are global brands as the ones you mentioned earlier. Jason, I think there might be a little bit of confusion for the general public as to what a PR company does, because I think you can get a real gray area into marketing and, and advertising. Can you speak on that? I've had many uh, companies come to me over the years and, and uh, say, especially when we're dealing with somebody in operations or in sales even, they'll say, look, I'm not really sure what PR is, but I know mm -hmm. it's what we need right now. Really? And so I think that's often yeah, a <laughs> wow. really interesting way of kind of looking at you know PR. I define PR as uh, problem solving and communicating about it or solving problems through communications. Uh, but there's so many kind of keywords and ways to describe PR. Um, and it's very broad. I mean, PR could be anything from lobbying and putting on fundraisers and putting on events and golf tournaments. That's not the type of PR we practice. Our expertise is really in uh, news, social, and web. So helping our clients get on the news, helping our clients manage their social media, helping our clients manage their website and their web content and using that content to attract traffic and leads uh, and referrals to their website. Hmm. So that's really the space that we tend to play in. Uh, but, you know, public relations can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. But again, for us, we like to look at it as really solving problems through communications. And those problems might be that a brand is obscure or unknown in the marketplace, or there's confusion or uh, misunderstanding between who they are and what they do. 
And so we're really looking to help companies use PR as a way to build a strong brand and a great reputation in their community. With so many industries, are there any that you focus on, like uh, maybe construction? We do have uh, four areas we typically focus in, and those would be with construction companies, as you mentioned, professional services companies, consumer services, and what we also call kind of home services. And then we also specialize in companies who are franchising and offering franchise opportunities. Uh, But that said, you know, we have clients that don't quite fit into those uh, buckets. And I would say what's very fascinating to me is how we can identify and solve communications issues and challenges for a client who might be, say, Suzanne, in um, healthcare, uh, who is dealing with an issue that eventually makes its way into our other clients uh, who are in retail or in manufacturing who haven't had to deal with this issue. But because we're an agency and because we're advising companies uh, in multiple geographic markets and in multiple industries, we're actually come to the table to offer our clients the value of, oh, we've already dealt with this for a another client who's in another industry whose industry regulations are ahead of yours in this area. And that has proved to be extremely valuable to our clients to where we can say, yeah, we tackled this already. We dealt with it already. A perfect example of this would be uh, around 2004, which you know seems like forever ago, uh, we were helping uh, Blue Cross and Blue Shield uh, begin to communicate and deploy uh, topics related to HIPAA, and uh, helping with patient privacy and uh, medical records, et cetera. And, you know, eventually that starts making its way into other industries where, you know, now uh, we hear a lot of talk about privacy. We hear a lot of talk about, you know, protecting uh, cybersecurity and protecting people's uh, personal files and data. And so with our experience with those types of uh, compliance and and regulation, uh, we're already pretty familiar with it in advance of it really impacting more industries. And so, you know, we've been able to really kind of guide our clients through issues before they even see them or advise them that something's coming around the corner because we're seeing it in other industries. And I think that's very valuable to them. You're listening to On Top of PR with your host, Jason Mudd. Jason is a trusted advisor to some of America's most admired and fastest growing brands. He is the managing partner at Axia Public Relations, a PR agency that guides news, social, and web strategies for national companies. And now back to the show. So, okay, I have to ask you, I'm standing here looking at uh, my papers and it's, you know, Axia, that's the name of your company. Where did that come from? Well, the short story is that Axia is the Greek word for value or trusted. And Mm. so we like to think of Axia being a valued or trusted partner to our clients. Um, That's where the background of the name comes from. But as we were... um, forming our agency, uh, we were looking for names that represented kind of who we are and what we do. And as we looked at our, you know, kind of our core values and the benefit of, of what we're offering to clients, uh, that's how we just kind of stumbled upon the word Axia. And we liked it because this company is a lot more than just Jason Mudd. And mm-hmm. I think that's very important for uh, our employees to sense that uh, as a team and for our clients to sense that as well, because 
Um, you know, I'm not involved on every uh, account. Uh, I'm certainly uh, touching every uh, team member in some way, you know, by uh, mentoring them or uh, attending kind of strategy sessions that we have. But, you know, we're a team of talented experts, and I think it's important for them to feel like they're included, even if, you know, their name isn't Axia per se. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are Axia together as a team, and everything we do, we want it to be about a team effort. If you had to say what the heart of the mission is, what would you say? My personal mission at Axie is really to focus on uh, attracting, developing, retaining, innovating, and leading top PR talents and the clients that come along with that. So I've always believed that great clients get great work. Um, and I think that it takes, you know, uh, a combination of having the right people in the right seat, the right team. Uh, the right clients, and ultimately uh, the right work. And when all three of those come together nicely, it's really to the benefit of the agency, the employees, the shareholders, and more importantly, to you know, the clients. So you know, if you think of it like a Venn diagram, we're all working together to get to the end result. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really important to me that I create that strong culture uh, in our organization. Um, otherwise, um, you know, a company without a strong culture, you know, won't last uh, mm -hmm. through the tough times and won't be a differentiator and disruptor in the marketplace. And, uh, you know, every company has a culture, whether you realize it or not, whether you're uh, creating it and navigating it or not. Uh, but it took me a while really to warm up to the idea that, you know, uh, culture was important and it wasn't just some thing that people talked about and it didn't really matter. Now I'm a huge student and a huge advocate of culture and I'm constantly reading about it, learning about it and desiring, um, you know, to help others uh, work through culture. And, you know, culture is more than just core values on a wall. Uh, culture is the way that, you know, the company is led. It's the mm -hmm. way the company operates and core values are a great guidance for those as long as they're authentic versus being aspirational. And it's truly something that you live and breathe. So, you know, in our, um, weekly team meetings or in our daily stand-up huddles, you know, we are reviewing our core values, our mission statement, our vision statement. We're uh, calling on people to, uh, you know, read it out loud or recite it from memory. And we're calling on people to give examples of how they or their teammates have lived out our core values um, and our mission and vision throughout the week in their role at the agency. Uh, Jason, podcasting is not really new for you, but you, you took a break. What happened there? Well, Suzanne, years ago, uh, you know, a decade or so ago, we launched podcasting pretty early on, uh, you know, around 2006, 2007 ish. Um, and that was before we it was cool to have a podcast. That was really <laughs> I, I, early uh, on. Yeah. Well, early on, we were talking about, you know, what people called back then, you know, Web 2.0. In fact, uh, uh, colleagues of mine and I were, you know, kind of gathering together as early as the year 99 and 2000 really conceptualizing what became known as web 2.0 and eventually became known as social media. And, and we're really kind of conceptualizing what the next stage of the internet looked like. And for the most part, we were a lot more correct than we were wrong. Uh, wow. And I wish I would have taken those predictions <laughs> a little bit further. Right. Uh, but, you know, it was really kind of us just kind of hanging out and, uh, and talking through and kind of conceptualizing what we thought the future of the internet would be. We probably should have created a platform and sold books and speaking engagements on it. Uh, but we really didn't know how how right we were, uh, right. which I'm flattered to uh, to say, but disappointed that I didn't leverage it. Right. But to that end, you know, we've really been, you know, explaining to clients for 
a long time, the power of blogging, the power of podcasting. And so that's uh, incredibly important. Uh, and I would say, so when we launched podcasting very early on, um, you know, the only thing that stopped us from do, from continuing it was candidly when the Great Recession hit. Uh, you know, we had fewer resources mm -hmm. and we had to do more with less um, or get more done with less. And so podcasting kind of just fell by the wayside and, mm -hmm. you know, in that interim period, yes, we've helped our clients uh, launch and produce podcasts. Yes, we've been we've helped our clients appear on podcasts as a guest and being interviewed, um, and uh, we've done some of that ourselves. But you know, I really had this passion of saying, you know, we've got to do more to just get out there and share not only the knowledge, insights, and tips and trends that we're seeing, as you mentioned earlier, but more importantly, we just have a great contact list of uh, insiders in the industry that I think would bring a lot of value to our audience uh, and to our fans and followers. And I wanted to open up a platform that enabled us to reach out to those folks and give them, uh, you know, our platform or their own platform to really share uh, their story and mm. get the word out there um, about a lot of the great work that's being done in the industry, whether it's conceptual and innovative or whether it's real and practical and uh, applicable uh, tips and techniques that a company can, you know, borrow or optimize for their own needs. And so, you know, I want to take this Rolodex of, you know, great clients that we've worked with, great uh, contacts in the industry and associations, uh, and really put our audience in front of them and them in front of our audience. And let's just see what can happen together. And I think it's an exciting time to do this. Uh, it's something that I've devoted, you know, uh, time and resources on my team to pull off. And I'm excited to see this uh, be very uh, helpful uh, to those who have the take the time to invest in tuning in. Jason, it's going to be great. You've got a lot of unbelievable guests that are coming up. And I'm glad that you came back to podcasting. But I got to tell you, your classic podcast, they were good. They really rocked. You guys did a great job. I mean, the, the quality and the information you put out still evergreen, still important. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and, you know, maybe we'll resurrect some of those and put those back out there a little bit for people to consume. But, you know, it was fun at the time when we did those. Again, I think it was around, um, you know, uh, 2007, 2008 when we did it. And, you know, we were really just taking the content that either we already had and repurposing it for uh, audio, or we were taking the conversations we were having internally and turning them into, you know, kind of value-driven uh, content that would be helpful to those that are, you know, working in the corporate marketing department who either don't have an agency or maybe their agency, you know, isn't quite uh, thinking big picture as, as we are oftentimes or uh, a way for our clients to really connect with us, um, you know, while they're on the treadmill, while they're walking on the beach, um, you know, while they're commuting, or maybe they're on a road trip or on a plane or waiting at the at the the gate for their next flight. Uh, believe it or not, I've even sometimes I'll listen to podcasts uh, while I'm swimming laps at the pool, and uh, I don't know anybody else who does that. Uh, no, it's a little intense, <laughs> uh, but you know, occasionally I'll put in these waterproof Bluetooth headsets that I have, cool. and um, as long as the lifeguards aren't playing their own music, uh, it seems to work pretty well. I found. <laughs> that sometimes the speakers of the lifeguard is playing my podcast while I'm swimming and that's not fun for anybody. So uh, occasionally I'll have to uh, not do that while I do swim. 
But, you know, there's just something about, you know, getting out and from behind the computer and still feeding your mind. I'm always intellectually curious. And I think my circle of friends and those that I enjoy doing business with are also, you know, very curious individuals who are constantly consuming news and insight and content and then thinking through that and applying some of it and just kind of observing others uh, while they're while they're at it and eventually, you know, putting it to work in the way that works for them. That's all for this episode of On Top of PR. Using the power of PR, your company can build awareness, trust, and consideration among your ideal audiences. Be sure to visit axiapr.com to check out free resources, including webinars, ebooks, and our PR Hack of the Week.